Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Makers Chat. So today I am here with Carrie and Brittany. And if you've been around for a while, you've probably seen Carrie's face, but Brittany is a new face to the podcast. So thank you for coming today, both of you. I'm glad to have you here. I was excited and super nervous. This is, um, it's a, it's not, honestly, it's an honor to talk to you because I see all the things that you do and it's mind boggling. Well, thank you. That is a very sweet thing to say. Very sweet thing to say. I appreciate that. Um, but no, I'm excited to have y'all on here. So if you guys do not know Carrie and Brittany, like you're, you're besties, right? Like all the way around besties from, from the best that I can tell anyway. We're married. Yeah, we're married. Much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I am always, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions separately and then together to talk about sort of how you've come to find each other and start working together the way you have. So Carrie, when did you first start your, well, let's back up for just a minute because I know you guys, but everybody doesn't. So real quick, if you would just, we'll start, we'll start with Brittany. Brittany, if you would just tell everybody, I know, right? I'm going to pick on you. Tell everybody, you know, your name, your business name and what it is that, that you do. Um, so my name is Brittany Brown and I have a business called Little Bit uh, Vintage, but I'm transitioning to Little Bit's Workshop. Uh, so I do pretty much all of the things, <laughs> anything that I can find an excuse to learn to do. I do that. <laughs> um, anything from, uh, I used to work in construction, so I have a little bit of a carpentry background. I do, uh, a lot. I love power tools. So that's just the thing. You know, I have a CNC machine, so I cut wood blanks. I do custom signage. Uh, here soon, I'm getting ready to do the floor and carry shop. <laughs> nice. You, you know, it's all the fun things. Yeah. So with where your business is now, do you do more, more custom work than finished pieces or? Do I do more custom work than I do actually finished pieces I start? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool though. I love it. And then Carrie. It just reiterate for everybody, you know, your business and, and your name and what you do. Sure thing. So I'm Carrie Johnston. I am from Rose City Boutique and Consulting. We are both located here in Ohio. I don't know that we mentioned that yet, but um, I'm in Springfield, Ohio, and Brittany is in Dayton. Uh, that will come into play a little bit when we talk about how we met one another. Um, and my business is really going two different directions at the same time right now. We have the boutique that has clothing, jewelry, DIY supplies, all of those things. And then I'm also um, getting pretty heavily into small business consulting. So helping other creative business owners build out the business part of their creative businesses. Yes. I love it. I love it. So when did you first start with your creative business though, Carrie, in, in its first iteration before you had yeah, the business? So work? I had a business called Carrie Lou Furnishings because Louise is my last name, uh, probably four years ago, 2018. That sounds right. Four years ago. Um, and I was just painting furniture in my backyard. And then I started selling DIY paint in, as a vendor in another store. So that was how how it all began. 
and then, you know, link. And, you know, now I have my own store and I still uh, sell my DIY paint and two pieces of painted furniture that I've had in my store. Uh, but I'm now doing all of the other things. All of the things. Yeah. And Brittany, when did you first start your creative business? I, this is hard because I time has been flying. I honestly, I it, I blink and it's like I've I've been friends with Carrie for two years and it feels like a month ago. <laughs> so I I'd say about four years ago. I want to say. So maybe around the same time, but you didn't know each other yet. I had no idea. No. So that's my next question. When did you guys meet and how did you meet? You taking this one or am I taking this one? Oh, you got this. Okay. So <laughs> uh, we met, sounds like two years ago. Again, time is an illusion. Who the heck knows? Um, but we both joined Dion Woods, the turquoise iris. She had a six month coaching program called Empowered by Design. And we both joined that individually. And part of the program was that they provided business buddies. So they paired people up that were in the, in the program. And the first set of pairings, she just did it by zip code. So she hadn't really gotten into the meat and potatoes of getting to know any of us. So she just made it easy and did it by zip code. So because we are by time zone. So we were in the same time zone. So she paired us together. And then our first conversation, we were like, hold up, hold up. Looking at the map, you're like 45 minutes for me. We could actually meet each other in real life. So uh, we decided it would be way more fun to do this if we met in real life. And Brittany suggested we go hiking, which looking back is a hilarious suggestion because I would never want to do that usually. But I agreed to do it because um, Brittany wanted to, and it was COVID times and everything was crazy. And so it was uh, a nice, safe way to meet each other. And she was very jazzed about it. And so I put on my big girl pants and uh, told my husband that if I'm gone too long, I might have gotten lost in the woods. <laughs> and uh, a few hours later, he was like, oh, no, oh, no you got lost in the woods. And I was like, no, no, I'm actually safe. And I'm in the Walmart parking lot. And we've just been talking for four hours, but everything's fine. <laughs> and Listen, in my defense on her Facebook, I stalked her prior. And it was like, oh, she looks like she's like running and like doing all this active stuff. So I thought, let's go hiking. I did like to run on concrete around the block of my neighborhood. Yes. But you wouldn't know that. <laughs> I was like, she looks like she's outside, <laughs> like, you know, but yeah, we active. let's go hiking. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I, I hung, it was okay. We, um, we joke in our family about how Brittany just showed up one day and became part of the family. And, uh, that's basically what happened. Like we, it was one of those, like, you know, first conversations where we talked for so long that we knew so much about each other that we became like fast, fast friends. And we've basically talked every single day since then. That's awesome. I love it. So by the time I met you both, you were already friends. And so for me, it's just like, I've just always known you guys, Carrie and Brittany, they're friends. They live in Ohio as you know, <laughs> so I, that's really, you were cool at Waco. Yes. I met you guys at Waco. Yeah. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Why are you sorry? 
Because I don't remember anybody from Waco. Like I've been I, I, I tell everybody this. I was so overwhelmed. Like I had just like part of like meeting Carrie and being, you know, a part of um Dion's like business coaching, like between her and, and Dion, they were both like, Hey, you need to get the heck out of there. So like I left a 12 year relationship and then moved in with my stepdad and was like, I'm going to Waco and I rent a car and then I drive 18 hours there. By the time I got there, it was like, Whoa, look <laughs> at all these people. And I just was like trying to become one with the wallpaper and yeah. don't quite remember everybody. Well, I'll I know I said you. hi. <laughs> so they've already mentioned being in Empowered by Design with Dion, which is her coaching program. So when we're talking about Waco, it was the very first empowering creativity retreat that Dion did in Waco, Texas. And we all, a lot of us met for the first time there. Um, but as far as impressions go, well, for starters, I just, I put my foot in my mouth, like day one, walked up to Carrie, thought she was somebody else. <clears throat> and then I was just started talking to her. It's like, Hey, how's it going? And she's looking at me like, I don't know you she was very very polite about it but <clears throat> definitely completely mistook her for somebody else but like Brittany I would have never known that you were trying to fade into the wall because like you totally came across as the cool chick totally like up for anything having a good time friends with everybody so you did not come across as a wallflower that is so crazy because I tried to always sit in the back and like Dion was like, I'm going to challenge you and you're going to get up there with me. And I'm like, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm not getting up there. And then it was like, you know, you ever get like real nervous? Like some people get like sweaty palms or, you know, they get like shaky or something. Well, I don't. <laughs> and just things just, they free flow. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And I kind of disassociate a little bit. So it was, um. Carrie said it was a great experience and I just trust that. <laughs> I continually remind her who she met at Waco. So like we, this is a very typical conversation for her, for us when um, she's like, wait a minute, do I know them? I'm like, yes, you've met them. <laughs> it was, it was during that period of time that you were, you were in your happy place because you were too nervous, but yes, you've met them before. <laughs> it was, it was it. crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. great, but it was really good to meet you guys there. So <clears throat> when you guys, once you got to know each other, I know you didn't immediately start working together. One, one, which whoever wants to take this one, tell us a little bit about how you're working together now, because you still have separate businesses, but you have found a lot of really cool ways to work together. Yeah, we, we have sort of merged our businesses more and more and more with every passing day. So when we first met, she had a booth in a vendor mall um, and I was a vendor in a shop. Well, then as our businesses evolved, of course, I got my own shop and um, she started offering her furniture in my store because I had far less time to paint furniture than I had before. So I was very grateful. She had, she's a busy bee. Like if you ever see her Instagram account. I encourage everyone to go see her Instagram account. You will get a very quick understanding of the, the fact that she is like a tornado in her garage. And so she had way more pieces of finished furniture than she had space for at her booth. 
um, or in her garage. So I was happy to, to offer some more painted furniture for in my shop for her. Um, and then that has just really like grown and evolved. So since then she's moved out of her booth space and she's begun selling sweet pick and smoke paint in my store. She started selling smalls in my store. And then lucky for me, she also designs a lot of my displays and builds them. So most every cool display that you see in my store, actually every cool display that you see in my store is just a brainchild of Brittany falling down a rabbit hole in her garage one day and emerging with something super cool. So um, yeah, we're, we're much closer in terms of how our businesses operate together than ever, ever before. Yeah, I love it. So <clears throat> talk to me about the, the workshops that you guys have been doing. Oh man, let me just tell you, I was so hesitant on workshops. I was just like, man, because I'm the type of person, you know, when you're a creative, you think of, you just do things, okay? You just throw things together. You're like, I'm going to try this. You're almost like a mad scientist with like glitter and glue and whatever you can get your hands on. But when someone's like, hey, you want to do a workshop, Carrie kept poking it. And then it was like, hey, do some workshops. And it's <laughs> scary because, you know, you think of things like this is a coaster. But when you're teaching things to people, those words don't come out. And a lot of times I make my own terminology for, for the <laughs> tools I use. And I'm going to do this swooshy thing and I'm going to use this thing I'm a jiggy and I just thought like nobody's gonna want to learn from me and I have this um this fear of like failing which I know a lot of people do but it's like what if it goes wrong well when you're at home you have all your everything yeah. all your stashes of supplies and all the things when you go to a workshop it's very intimidating but I found out that there is like this process <laughs> and you learn quickly that they're not that bad they really are not it's just the connections that you make with people and all of that made all the stress and worrying prior um, worth it and it made it also very clear it was unnecessary <laughs> you know it, it um finding things to do that are kind of like in your niche or whatever sometimes can be a little challenging but there are so many people out there that just want that connection and want to learn something period they just want to get out of the house they want to get their best friend somewhere and maybe they just don't want to eat and <laughs> then the conversation be over you yeah. know yeah. Um, and then there's other serial crafters like me they're like so you tell me I can take a class and learn and like couple hours or one hour how to do something that's not already on my list that I know how to do like I will be there yeah you know so she just kept poking so I finally caved <laughs> and when I did it, it I um I do enjoy it now secretly Good. secretly you don't you don't share that with many people huh <laughs> well like, no I do but it's like you wouldn't know at first <laughs> But it's, it's, there's so much when you step back and just look at how a class went or, you know, you learn something new every single class, you will have the worst 
like where everything blows up, like that's going to happen. But every class after that is 10 times better. You get repeat customers, you get people into your store. I mean, there's just, it's, it is insane to me what I wasn't paying attention to potential wise for my business and for Carrie's when it first came to, to workshops yeah, and doing classes. And it's, it's really been a game changer, I think for the both of us. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, for a brick and mortar, especially when you're a creative, you know, a creative based type brick and mortar, I feel like workshops, they, just, they almost have to be the cornerstone. That's what people are looking for. And, and like you said, what you were saying, Brittany, with the people are just, they're looking for something to do other than just going to get food. Because at the end of the day, I think connection and the way that you guys were talking about just the way you met the first time you hung out, you sat there and talked for like hours. And you think the more you become friends with people, the more you want to just sit and talk for hours like that. And sometimes, I mean, you know, you can go hang out at each other's house to some extent, but it's nice to have an activity. It just is. It's just nice to go do things together. So I've noticed that too, that we get a lot of the folks that do workshops in our class, they get a lot of the same people bringing different friends each time. Like, okay, there's a class coming up. So I'm going to call this friend. And then next month, maybe that friend can't come. So I'm going to call this other friend. We, we regularly have people come buy two tickets and not know who's coming with them yet. They just know that they like doing classes and they're going to bring a friend because that's, that's what it's about for them is that social time too. And doing something fun, learning something different. So yeah, there, there are some people that I just chuckle and think, where on earth are all these things that you've made in your house? <laughs> like they come every month and make things. And it's like, you're either so set when it comes to Christmas time and everyone has a beautiful handmade gift that you already have on hand, or your store looks like, um, the Hobby Lobby because there, or your house looks like the Hobby Lobby because you are, have so many handmade things in your store. Are you in your house? Why do I keep thinking everybody has a store? Uh. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like though that people forget sometimes, like I craft and I like to make things because in a way for me, it is very therapeutic. So I do see people that are just, you know, they come in for, a, they sign up for a class, they come in and they just, you can tell they're stressed. You don't know what it's for. You're like, are you stressed because you're taking my class? <laughs> Or my workshop, or are you stressed because, you know, all the things that happened prior to you arriving today? And um, there was one lady in particular who it started off kind of um, rough. I didn't have a a certain color of milk paint that she wanted. So we made her a custom one. She didn't know how it was going to turn out. She didn't have a lot of confidence in what she was doing. And then you know, I'm worried. I'm like, Oh, I hope she's enjoying herself. Cause I want people to generally enjoy themselves when they take my workshop. Like I want to be that vacation. Like we need to laugh. We need to have fun. We need to create cute stuff. And then I want you to go home feeling awesome about what you made today. Yeah. And at the end of the class, you start crying. I was like, Oh no, Oh no. Oh shoot. Why is she crying? And then Gary was like, she loved it so much. And she felt so proud of what she created because she never, she doesn't do that. I guess we would say what often. Yeah. She doesn't do things for herself like ever. And she is so uncomfortable even being proud. Like she's like a very conservative lady. And she was like almost embarrassed that about how proud she was about her, her completed project. And so she was even like afraid to use those words exactly. But then she was like, I mean, look, look what I did. I'm, I'm not being proud. 
I'm, I'm not trying to be like full of myself or anything. I just, I'm just like really happy with how it turned out. And she had come in to Brittany's point. So stressed, like her life was, was very busy. She was giving herself to everyone else. And this was like the only period of time in recent history that she had just sat and done something for fun for herself. And it is incredibly satisfying to see people enjoy themselves for me in my place of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course for Brittany in her, in her class for that period of time, it's like, we're just here to have fun. And then, you know, occasionally you've got people who forget that the point is to have fun and those are their own challenges. But we've at this point, I think between her and I specifically, we have seen it all. So that's, that's one of the reasons that I was so excited to teach this with Brittany, because I'm like, Oh, if anybody hasn't done workshops before, we'll just go ahead and go through everything that you may encounter because we've encountered all the things at this point. Yes. Yes. So that perfect segue, because we're talking about workshops, because at the conference next month, if you're coming to the Makers and Shakers conference, you're going to get the opportunity to hear Carrie and Brittany talk about doing workshops and how that can be a part of your business. So when did you start doing workshops? I started doing workshops when I moved into the vendor store that I, I'm still a vendor in my sister store. Um, And so I started doing workshops when I moved in there in 2019. So um, when I became a, I started as a vendor in a teeny tiny store. Then I moved to be a vendor in a bigger store that had an event space. And one of the things I was very excited about when it came to that store, having an event space was the idea of doing classes because I had seen my other um, paint sales friends really upping their paint sales by showing people how to use the products. And it was such a bummer that I was in this teeny tiny shop that didn't give me the opportunity to show people how the stuff works. So I just did a lot of like painting in my kitchen and recording it. Um, But it's not at all the same as when you can get people's hands on the product. Yeah. That's when I started. And then Brittany, I feel like you didn't start until you moved into my store, right? Because I was obnoxious about it. Well, I wasn't allowed. And, you know, I was in an antique mall. I had two booths. You were not allowed to work them. You were not allowed to do any of that stuff. Like you couldn't, now there were people who would like shark on the weekends, you know, and try to like, hey, you don't want to buy that over here, buy this, you know, but you weren't allowed to. So you didn't do workshops. You couldn't stand there and talk to customers. If I was restocking and someone was to catch me, like that was okay, but I couldn't just be there and talk to people about product. So it was a huge game changer when Carrie was like, you know, cause I'd always like, Oh man, I wish I could do this. And then it was like, here's opportunity. You know, that thing you said you wish you could do here. I am <laughs> hope you're awake and ready for this, you know, but, um, Yeah. I mean, I I didn't get to start until I started doing it in your shop because there was no opportunity. That kind of blows my mind a little bit that you didn't have that opportunity. Oh, and they are a big antique mall chain too. So that's why I thought like, this is crazy. Yeah. But well, so, and and when you went in and started doing the workshops, you kind of went all in, right? Oh, oh yeah, I do. I'm an all or nothing person, which is awesome and terrible at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't know what to expect. And it was just one of the things where I didn't feel like anything could go wrong. And I thought, well, maybe everything's going to go wrong. And, but when I did jump in, it was full force. We scheduled different classes in advance. You know, Carrie has this very awesome outline of, I need this information from you and this from you. And then we go through like posting for it and, you know, the event and all the things um, on social media, which is fantastic. Um, but it was, it was a fun, a pro it was a fun process to really learn and to see the difference. Cause some places they just like put a piece of paper up and say, this is like the class. And, you know, the cool thing about Carrie shop is she's like things remembered handmade. And she's also like, by the way, you're in my shop. So I'm going to help you and you're going to help me. And we're going to tag team marketing on this. So right. you learn so many different aspects of it from that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know Carrie and I've had this conversation before a, a store, like the types of stores we run is nothing without its vendors. So it's a two-way street. Like we need good vendors, but they need us too. Like it, it does, it needs, absolutely needs to be that, that tag team approach to marketing because you don't have one without the other. You don't have the great store without the awesome vendors. And then for the vendors, like you're talking about, it's like, you need a little bit of help getting the marketing out there for those workshops and all that kind of stuff. Excuse yeah, me. absolutely. <clears throat> and what was so. your first class, Brittany? I don't remember. My first class, I'm pretty sure, was the windows. That was the first one? I think so. I think you're right. I I'm pretty sure remember. it was. We've done because several. I remember milk paint. We used milk paint, and milk paint is an unpredictable finish, which was like, you know, like an all or nothing situation. If I'm going to do a class, I'll do it with something I can't predict how the finish is going to turn out. Yes. <laughs> They all did turn out great. <laughs> so that was good. But um, yeah, that was, that was the first class was the. Yeah, that, and that occurred because I had gotten a bunch of old free windows. And so it was like the lowest barrier of entry because we didn't have to buy. We didn't have to buy blanks. We just had a basement full of old windows and we're like, can we do something with this? And they were already old and chippy. And so Brit Brittany's like, I can teach them how to make it more intentionally old and chippy. And I was like, perfect. And then we put transfers on the windows as well. So um, they all, they did turn out super cute, but it was like, sure hope that this cooperates because it doesn't always. Yes. So these days though, you said that about not having to buy blanks. <clears throat> so talk to us about sorry guys <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about the blanks and stuff that you're using now um so with the wood blanks um you know I've got like so many sizes that people can just order from Carrie's website <clears throat> but when it comes Earlier to classes alert, Brittany makes her own wood blanks now is what she's <laughs> oh oh <laughs> cute <laughs> segue let's plug your little business here okay <laughs> yeah I do so I have like the standard um shapes and sizes that are on Carrie's website but I do like custom orders as well um and with wood blanks you know since so many people want a sign but they want like a custom sign mm -hmm. or you know whatever it might be like the wood blanks you know like those crafting kits that you can get the wood blanks are the easy workshop 
they are the, you know, if you're going to do a workshop for the first time in your business and you sell a certain type of paint, or maybe you want to do macrame on a wood circle, whatever it might be. Um, the wood blanks are like your easy base and it can be anything you want it to be. So I found, you know, doing classes with that. We did a sign of Palooza week where I had, I made like just like a whole bunch of signs from wood blanks and allowed people to pick because sometimes people want to do different things. And if you don't have that friend that wants to make the same welcome sign as you, you know, you can sign up for two different options where this person, you know, can make one and I make another, but we still get to spend that time together and it's still the same base project. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's really uh, helped out in that aspect, just having a good foundation for the classes and just really allowing people to tap into whatever they really want to do. And yeah. it allows you to create another stream of revenue for your business, which is Oh yeah. Huge. When you're, I mean, when you're doing a creative business like this, at some point you can't always trade your hours for dollars, right? I mean, at some point you've got to figure out what else you can do. And that seemed like the perfect natural extension of what you were already doing. Yeah. And it was a huge, um, it was a huge help for me too, because when I first started doing workshops, we had like this retired guy who would come up with ideas or we would show him pictures and he would like go back to his workshop and see if he could come up with those things. Um, and like, there was a few of us that did classes at that other store. And so at one point we realized that we were all like, Hey Mike, could you do this? Could you do this? Could you do this? And he was kind of like, I could do one of those things. I don't think I can do all of those things. Uh, and that was always a bummer to me. Like if he didn't have availability to build me the thing that I wanted to do for the project, then I felt stuck. Uh, and you, you know, you don't know how many people are going to sign up for your workshop. So it's like, okay, if I go to the craft store, I better go ahead and buy 15 because what if the class fills up, but then if only five people show up, then I better have another class at some point with the other 10 or I'm out all of this money. And so when Brittany came up with the idea of basically having a means of, if we have a workshop, we can order however many that we need and she can make whatever we need, whenever we need it in whatever quantity we need it. It was like, well, that's going to make everything a lot easier. Yeah. And a lot of times people just want, especially, you know, in, in our industry where we're selling, you know, an artisan paint, a lot of people just want an an opportunity to put the paint on something and see mm -hmm. how it works. Yeah. Like they have a dresser at home. They want to paint that dresser, but they're too afraid to put the paint on the dresser and mess it up. So they want to come to a class and put the paint on something so that they can feel more confident putting the paint on the dresser when they get home. So we can provide them any shape or any kind of thing for them to put the paint on. And then they can take something cute home and also leave with the confidence that they can they can use the product. And then when they go home and they see that dresser, they're like, okay, I could definitely paint you. And then they come back and, and buy the paint, which is great. But it was, it was always like, it was always a big question mark about whether we'd be able to find blanks in the kind of thing that we'd want to do, whether they would be at a price point that we would be able to make any money on a class. Cause you know, 
the craft stores of the world are also trying to make money. So they have things reasonably priced, but once you start marking things up to, so that you can also make money, things get a little bit scary. So, I mean, you know, if you guys go to my website and check it out, Brittany's wood blanks are remarkably affordable. They are the perfect basis for classes. And it really just solved a huge problem that we were having, which was like, do we have somebody who could make us this planter box? Say we want to like, oh, I saw on Pinterest that you could make planter boxes and you could personalize them with a name on the front, or you could put herbs or something on the front. Do I, can I find somebody that could make me this many in this time frame for this price? And a lot of times that answer was no. Yeah. But now I have a Brittany and she could always, she can always do, build the thing. She can always do it. And she's right there with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Brittany, if you're selling class, it's perfect. I know. Right. So if you, um, if someone did reach out to you and order something, what's your typical turnaround time? If you're having to like ship out to somebody. It just depends on the quantity. That is like the number one and the availability of material. So mm-hmm. there were, for a while, we really did struggle with availability of material. Yeah. It was hard to get, um, you know, like quarter inch birch, but if they were just, they just wanted a quarter inch product that was smooth, you know, I could, yeah. you know, source it that way. Um, and, you know, turnaround time, if it wasn't like 50, I feel like we were relatively quick within one or two days, if not next day. That's yeah. awesome. Um, some, orders, for some of the right? bigger That's ones, that. it was different. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely been days where I've looked up and I've just sent them the order. And like two hours later, they're walking through with the blank order under their arm. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. If they have the material and, uh, you know, they're able to go ahead and, and do the cut, then yeah, it's as immediate as, as you can imagine. And it's calmed down a lot. Like it's not as hard to get material now as it was, uh, nine months ago, yeah. you know, nine months ago, it felt like I had to drive 45 minutes to, a a box store to get sheets of wood. Yeah. And it was like, this is exhausting. And, you know, because you know, Carrie and I, when we were talking about pricing and stuff, we're makers and we have small businesses. And if this is something that other small businesses are looking to use to help them um, and say, maybe they haven't quite, you know, dove all the way into making everything super official where they don't know where to even go to get wholesale or they don't know any of these things. We're like, we'll do percentages off you know, for bulk orders to just try to help out because right now you go to Hobby Lobby and you'll, you might find four, um, like anchors if you want to do like an anchor class. Right. Mm-hmm. And if there's not any more, where are you going to go? You're going to find another one. You're going to go to another store. And then you, you just get, there's just so much involved with the yeah. search and why, why even do that? Yes, I can definitely think of classes where I've had to drive all over God's green earth going to six different Michaels because I had my heart set on this one design and I could only find three of them at this Michael. So I had like the map up of where all the Michaels were and I was trying to see if they had all the things at all the places. And it's like, your time is money when you're a small business. Having to do all that takes forever and is so frustrating and you don't really have the assurance that you're going to have what, what is needed either. Right. Um, so that it's, yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole new world now that we, we can 
do make the blanks in-house. Yeah. I'm sure. That's a big question we get is whether we do wholesale and to Brittany's point, we do volume discounts rather than wholesale because not everybody is set up to have a wholesale account. And to be honest, we really didn't want to manage wholesale accounts. We didn't want to have to handle all of the tax implications and all that. So we just went with volume discounts. And if you look at our pricing, it's, it's very much in line with other wholesale providers. Yeah. I I think that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Well, I mean, you have to, and like, so I had a lady who ordered wood blanks from me, but they weren't all the same because she was making craft kits for the paint that she was selling. And she would just order, um, I think she ordered like 15 bunnies from me and 10 flowers and just stuff like that. And she would put these little kits together and Mm -hmm. sell them in her booth. And that's worked for her. And you know, she'd come back and said to me, like, thank you so much. This has helped me move some of my product. And I wasn't sure it was going to start selling. Yeah. And it made me feel good. Cause I was like, man, okay. So we're even helping other small businesses. And, and I have a real big soft spot for booths because I worked so hard on my booth for so long yeah. and letting that go was so hard, but I, I didn't have the market for any of the things. Like that was just a very strange gray area that I was in. And then going into carry shop and doing the wood blanks and the workshops, it was just such an all around game changer. Yeah. And anything that makes me feel like, you know, like we're helping other people. I'm like, okay, okay, let's do that. (laughs) She would give away all the wood blanks if she could, because that's just how she operates. And then occasionally I have to say like, you know, part of having a business is making money. money. <laughs> so if you never charge anyone for any of your things, uh, you are going to really struggle having this pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's the practical stuff in there. I feel that though. Like I do understand that. Cause I'm that's, that's my nature too. I always want to give things away for free. And very often, very often, actually frequently, my husband will be like, why, why are you giving it away? And I'm just like, because I want to help them. And that's why we, that's why we keep these fellas around because they're, they're the voice of reason a lot. Yeah. Of time. No, I won't oh. admit it at home. Like I'll admit it to you guys right now, but never an earshot of Jordan. Would I ever say like, I'm thankful that you're a numbers person because that is a topic of conversation every other day, because I do, I am an acts of service person mm-hmm. and, it, and it feels good. It just does. And it's it like, does. listen, I don't care how much that costs to make. I made it for them. <laughs> right. I'm the same, I, same way. It's like, oh, but I could just give this to so-and-so. And then it's like, he'll be like, you spent like four weeks on that. Like you should really <laughs> reconsider. <laughs> yes. I got to see your stuff up close when I was in Marietta and I was like, whoa, thank you. <laughs> thank Seriously. you. Yes. So you got to go to Greta's store. Hmm? You got to go to Greta's store. Yeah, I helped her prior to her opening. We were oh. like, you know, doing all the things. She was doing <laughs> acts of service. Yeah. Acts of service. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. basically was like, she called me and asked for um, some wood blanks. And so what she wants from me um, are like, you know, the people do those like wooden mountains or the mm-hmm. wooden barn quilts. Well, she wants these like different types of designs, but in that style, 
yeah. with actual color. And then she is, um, she asked for some feathers that aren't just your average feather. They're like a little more, if Alice in Wonderland had a feather, that's what this feather looks like. If, I don't know how that's else right. to put it. I like it. Yeah, like whimsical. It. There we go. Yeah. I know there's better words for this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so she was looking for something like that. And I basically talked her into letting me squat for four days. I was nice. like, do you need help? You sound like you need help. Can I come help you? How about I just come there and I don't leave for four days? I'm going to give you four days. Just so you know, <laughs> I'm going to be there it. for four days. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And she will be here too. So everybody's coming to Spartanburg. Super excited about this. So these ladies are going to be talking workshops during one of our lunch sessions, actually. So everyone is going to have the opportunity to see what you guys are doing. And I assume probably ask some questions. Um, do you want to tease anything more about that or? Uh, no, I don't have anything else to tease than what we've already shared. I mean, I, I think if you're not sure whether workshops would be a good fit for your business, we'll be able to help you with that because we've had We've both had environments that it would fit well in, and we've both had environments where it would not fit well in. And if you're like, but what if this happens? We can tell you exactly what happens when that happens because all of those things have happened to us already. <laughs> I love it. So what is, what, I got two questions for you then. What is your favorite workshop that you've taught so far, period? Man. I have to say it's my wood stain, my sunflower wood stain. Oh, you teach that? that oh, I'm, so cool. yes. It's in my favorite. Um, that is a technique that is so simple that people in their head, they make it out to be so much more than what it is. And, um, you know, in doing that workshop, they think like, oh, I can't draw that or I can't paint that or I don't know how you get it to do that. And there's like, the tips and tricks that go into it. And everyone left that class with a beautiful sunflower on a piece of wood that they were proud of. And I was like, yes. That's like, awesome. I don't have to teach you how to trace. Let's trace. <laughs> like, we've got this. Yes. And it, it's fun. And it all, it always turns out good. I do it on dining room tables, you name it. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I've seen your dining room tables with the sunflowers. They're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So, that's awesome. It's one of her signature things. And people yeah. think that she's got some super secret magic trick and, but she gives away her secrets like mm -hmm. that. It's not some super secret magic trick. It's actually pretty attainable. That's awesome. I love it. So then my second question for both of you, what are you most excited about for the conference next month? Okay. Well, like the laundry I'm going to jump in here. Because Brittany has the thinking, she's got her hands on her chin in a full thinking stance <laughs> because they're so there's, it's hard to decide what you're excited about. Um, the biggest thing I'm excited about is the number of experts that are going to be like in the same vicinity. Like I'm used to going to retreat type events where there's a lot of talented people in the room but you don't really get to tap into everybody's expertise that's in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a couple people who are leading the charge, but not everybody in the room is like some magician in some, some sense. This 
this is a, uh, a conference where there's so many people who are experts in so many, so many of the pain points of our businesses. Like, I mean, product photography, I want to bring examples of the product. I have still examples on my website. Like if you go to certain products, you're like, Ooh, yep. Mm -hmm. That's, <laughs> That's an OG. <laughs> oh no. It's like, listen, I had to get it on the website. I got a light box. I don't know what more you want from me. Um, just so many, you know, subjects that, I mean, you were just like a genius with the number of subjects you put together that really are all of the building blocks of a creative business. I mean, yeah. it was like, oh, okay. So basically everything I ever needed to know is happening in three days. So if three years ago, I could have just had this conference to go to, I, everything would have been better from jump. Okay. Well, I hope that there are people who are ready for all of these things in three days, because that is magical. Uh, so that's definitely what I'm most excited about is the fact that we get all the things in such a short amount of time, like talk about a masterclass. It's just, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Cause that was the thing for me. It was like, okay, it's like we were talking about when we all got started. I don't think any of us started because we woke up one day and said, oh, let's start a business and do this thing. Like we did things because we loved to do them, right? We made yeah. things or got crafty and it was because it, it fed something in us. And then one day it was like, huh, I could make money at this. And then I would love this job. So we went full force, but most of us did not go to school for business. We did not set out to do this. And so we had to learn all the things one at a time. Most of us are... I'm not going to say self-taught because people taught us, but self-taught in that we had to seek out alternative forms of education, right? And this wasn't the thing that you signed up for and went, I mean, this is, I've heard of conferences and retreats like this. I've been to great creative retreats, different things that are a little more pointed, but I know when I was getting started 10, 11 years ago, these, this wasn't really happening for people to go learn all of these types of things in one place. So and we were all, of us, I think we're like, we came across things that were like, oh no, we've got to do this too. How are we ever going to figure out this? And it was like, <laughs> I want a website. I want to make sure we have e-commerce as part of our website. And, you know, lucky for us, DIY paint had beautiful pictures that you could use to put on your website. But then I'm like, I'm also going to carry this. Oh, there's no pictures of that already that are beautiful for me to use. I have to figure that out. Oh, I also have to put things in my store in a visually appealing way. <laughs> How many tutorials do I need to look at to understand why when I pile these things up, it looks like garbage. But when you pile the things up, it looked like art. Like, help me understand that. I mean, I was, I was on the phone with Brittany the other day when I was merchandising my store and I had a sign in my hand and I was like... Where do I put this? Where does this go? I don't know. And you know what I don't want to do? Figure out, figure it out. Why can't somebody just come and put this in like a really strategic spot? But then like, we're going to be learning product merchandising at your retreat. It's like all these things that I just whine about on a day-to-day -day basis, because in a, it was like, you didn't realize that was what you were signing up for when you decided that all of this was part of what you wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> It takes a lot of the fear out of it because you do. It's like, oh, I want to start a creative business. It's like, okay, well then make a beautiful display. It's like, I don't want to make a beautiful display. I just wanted to make the pretty things. Exactly. I just want to make pretty things. I've got a right. sticker. 
I just want to drink coffee and make pretty things. Absolutely. And that's where we start, right? That's all it is. We, we have this thing that we do and we love it, but then you're right. There's all these pieces that we've got to learn. Um, so that was, that was a lot of that for me. It was like, okay, we've got those of us that have been plugging away at it for years have figured out some of the different things. And even if we don't have it all figured out, we know what we need to figure out if that makes sense. And we kind of have started to learn to know where to go to look for it. But when people are just getting started, I'm sure you see this constantly, people who are coming into your store as vendors, because I know that's the same for me. They are right at the beginning. I've, yes. just, I've, I've been doing this thing that I love and people are telling me that I need to sell it. And so I've come to your store to sell my things. But there's so much more that you want to teach them because it's like, oh, this is an amazing thing that you do. Let's help you make it huge. And it's just a huge process. And so that was sort of, that was who I had in mind as we picked out the, the things was the person who's coming into my store for the first time to sell their stuff. They want to be full-time. They want this to be their full-time job. They want to build a career around it, but they haven't been going at it for so long that they know all the things they need to know. And I just keep thinking on the one hand, <laughs> it might feel a little overwhelming at first to think of all the things. But on the other hand, if you know what you need to learn, you can pick one thing and start with one thing. You don't have to do it all in the same day, but understanding all the pieces and how they work together, it helps you go into the business with a little bit better strategy and like, okay, this is how these things fit together. I'm starting with this, but as I work on this, I know that down the road, I'm adding this other thing and I'm planning for it. And it just, it makes things go a little bit smoother as you build and when you can think about else. it that way we're like connecting people to people who are actually knowledgeable in the thing because the bad thing about the internet and then I swear I'm gonna let Brittany answer the question of what's her favorite thing I just got really excited about all of this um but the other thing that's really tricky about learn self-paced learning is that we're just like googling like how to make a display and whatever videos come up we're watching whether or not that person actually has any clue how to do display. So I, we, Brittany and I even will talk about that because like she'll watch a video that's like, you need six things. And I'll watch a video that says you need 10 things. And I'll be like, well, hold on. We need to keep all 10 things together. And she's like, no, this video said six things. And it was like, who's, who actually knows what they're talking about around here? See, that's my number one thing though. I look up what not to do. So when you're around people, they might not, there is no perfect answer to everything. There's no perfect, you know, if you follow this step by step by step, I <laughs> promise you, you will make five bazillion dollars. Like there is no like secret recipe. Yeah. But if anything, you you at least can learn what not to do. Right. A lot of times when I look things up on how to, and I YouTube anything or Google anything, my first thing is going on what not to do when, mm -hmm. because that is like, that's the priceless information that people can get is, you know, well, I was thinking about that or thinking about doing this with my business. You know, you, you're talking to somebody about merchandising or, you know, display or pictures and, and it's like, well, I can tell you that don't do that. That right there, that answer to me mm -hmm. is gold because yeah. I know I can just check that off my list. I can just go ahead and cross that out. Yep. I can try all the other things. That's right. But at least that I can start there. You know, it's kind of like when you go out to eat, you know, well, what do you not want to eat? You know, because Jordan and I argue about where do you want to go? And it's like, well, I know I don't want to go here. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you go from that angle and it's just extremely helpful. I'm so excited 
to see all the people and to learn so many things and to be able to help someone in their creative journey for even, but see, like, even if you don't have a creative business, this is so beneficial because what if you want a creative business or what if your business isn't so much creative, but that's an opportunity for you to branch. Like there's just so much all around knowledge. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, this is like Red Bull version. Okay. Of like a maker's conference. <laughs> it, it, they're really like, this is, I don't know. Like I'm so hyped for this. Like first off, um, I'm going to be in the same vicinity as she paints <laughs> <laughs> because I, I like watch her from afar. Like, I love you, but you don't know me. So that's really exciting to me. Um, we were talking but, about that earlier together today. We were like, is Kristen Calhoun on your bucket list to meet? Yes. Kristen Calhoun has been on my bucket list to meet. Oh my gosh. Do we need to get to cross off one of the people that's been on our bucket list to meet? And then it's like, do you don't even realize all the other people that you should be on your bucket list to meet, but we're going to get to meet all those people too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's so inspiring because like you're meeting different kinds of people. Carrie is very analytical. She's super good, graphs, all the things, all the things like words, lists, numbers, all that stuff. Me, I don't know. I don't even read the directions to anything ever because that takes the fun out of it. You know, it just does. <laughs> and um, I just, I really love getting together with people, bouncing ideas off, making those connections, but being able to sit down and focus on what I have going on is going to be key for me mm -hmm. in the sense of like, this is what I have to offer people. Mm -hmm. This is what I know or have gone through, or this is what I think might help your situation. And, and then at the same time, there are so many things offered that it's like, I know that I don't have a store, but I need to learn. I need to learn merchandising. I need to learn how to how to uh, take beautiful pictures because I do stuff and I don't take pictures of ninety percent of the things I create, which That's is something correct. I need to really work on. <laughs> but there, it, I don't know. It's it's just going to be so exciting, and the way that you've put everything together—it's so organized. It's so personal. It's so. I was going through some of it with Carrie and I was like, oh man, like, I almost feel like we made it like, what? <laughs> like, oh man, we are here. Like we have arrived. Like, this is the real deal. This isn't, you know, there, it's, it's not a kumbaya, but it is a kumbaya because you get to meet the people you get to love on the people, but you leave with all the information and more than you a, expected, but you need. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Just in case you're as bad as ke of, at keeping track of time as we are, we were like, oh man, September is next week. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're like, yeah, I was thinking that might eventually be a cool conference for me to get around to looking into. P.S. It's like coming up very quickly. So you should probably go ahead and check it out like now-ish because it's going to be here in five minutes. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I swore I was going to lose weight so I could wear some really cute stuff, but that didn't happen. Because <laughs> I've been telling Carrie all year it's not January yet. And I don't know if I've been able to keep track of a single month. 
Yeah, Brittany earlier was like, yeah, and I mean, at least I still have August. And I was like, we have like a week and a half left of that. So I don't, you're saying that as if you have a whole month ahead of you, but it's like a week and some change. So you better embrace yeah. August like now. You said that. And I just realized like, as of right now, while we're recording this, we're like 34 days. So by the time you guys are listening to this, I mean, a month, a month, yep. however you want to slice it, you've got a month. But I'm, I mean, I'm excited. It's been fun putting the finishing touches on everything. And, and it's like you said, it's getting everybody in the room so that you can learn what you need for your business. You were talking about something earlier and it kind of struck me. It's, you're right. There's not this magic, like mathematical thing. You follow one, two, three, four, and everything's perfect, but there's these formulas, right? And it's like, you're mm -hmm. always solving for X and your situation is going to be different from what I'm doing but you can always use these formulas to figure out the best way to go at it for you with what you're working with. And, and that's what I really hope that people walk away from is realizing that I don't have to do things exactly the way somebody else did it to be successful, but there are things that I can apply to my business that, that are going to make it work better. That are going to help me figure out what's right for me. Um, so I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited that you guys are coming. We're excited too. And I just oh, yeah. something else I'm excited about. And then I'm going to stop talking about the things I'm excited about. <laughs> also like the first retreat that I've been a part of where people are coming from so many different industries. So you're not just getting the insight from the people in your industry. You're getting, you're, you're getting to understand the overlap of, oh yes, like email marketing, for instance is something that someone who's a weaver and someone who's a furniture painter both need for their businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, the, sometimes it's like, is this just something that other people like me think is important? Or is this something that's actually important? And when you get so many people from different industries in the same room, you really like, you know, the, the cream rises to the top. So I'm also excited about that um, and more, but I won't keep going. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. And it's funny because I feel like the whole, we laughed about this early on too. I'm so excited. Should, I'm so should, excited. Should be like a drinking game at this point for us. <laughs> Actually, it shouldn't be because we'd all be in trouble, but yeah. it is it make it. really exciting. It's really exciting to put together. It's thrilling, truly to see other people getting so excited because sometimes you think maybe it's just you <laughs> and then you start putting it out there and it's like, no, everybody wants this. This is going to be wonderful. And I just, I really cannot wait to get all these people in the same room together, talking about business, being passionate about growing what they're passionate about. You know, it's, it's an Listen, energy that's just contagious. My mom still asked me like, so when are you going to be done making those things? Are you done painting everything yet? What are you gonna, are you sure this is still what you wanna do? <laughs> and to be in a room full of people that in some way, shape and form, everyone has gone through some form of that. Yeah. And it's like, you're killing it and I'm standing here next to you who's killing it. So that means I might not be too far off. That's right. Oh, man, this is great. And it's like, <laughs> by the way, I'm still cutting those things out, mom. <laughs> it's nice to feel slightly less weird for one week of the year yes. yes yes well and you need it you need that energy like I was telling someone I was like I will now that I have started I will never not go to conferences and retreats because it's not that it's a lonely profession but when you're a business owner 
you're not typically surrounded by business owners on a day-to-day basis, right? Everyone else in your family isn't necessarily running a small business. Everyone in your circle of friends is not necessarily running a small business. We have these great communities and connections that we've made online. And if we're lucky, we've got some people around us that can really support us. But that community, that like all in, on fire, excited community. We need the opportunity to get with those people a couple of times a year because it fills our bucket and keeps us going because nothing's easy 100% of the time. And when you're running your own business, you know, it's probably only easy like 20% of the time, but it's worth it (laughs) because you're passionate about it. And sometimes you just need that, that reminder, that pick me up from people who get it. And it gives you resources to tap into the rest of the year too. That's right. I can't tell you how often I'm like, oh, Danielle would know that information. Or I met so-and-so at thus and such. Like this week, I was like, oh, this person who came to our art retreat that we did in July, she also sells this product and we're out of it. Maybe she could help us satisfy this customer. I mean, it's just, it's a game changer. Yeah. Well, I mean, before I met you, I was, I was pretty like Lone Ranger. Nobody... I lived out in the middle of nowhere first, but I didn't have a community period. I just watched people online, you know, and I, I think people coming together like this is great from A to Z. I mean, cause it really is, it fills your cup. It gives you the resources that you need, but you know, there it's, it's even deeper than that. Like there are connections, there are friendships, there are, you might not know, but the person next to you might be, so beyond like drowning and miserable and the things that they're trying to do and don't have that support system and you could be that support system you know and like to me like as I'm real mushy gushy but I try to like not be but I'm real sorry because it's coming (laughs) out right now but like before Carrie I just I felt so lost I felt like I don't know I just felt like I was the only person because all my friends were getting married and having kids and having cookouts and I'm just like I'd rather paint a dresser (laughs) you know what I mean you know I'd rather I built I built a cat condo and a enclosed vegetable garden which I'm pretty sure people think from what from my understanding that I'm at that age I shouldn't have been even worried about a vegetable garden yet so you know it, it it really did um filled my world up with a little more of all the things that I, I was lacking and, and I needed. So, yeah. you know, just knowing that you're with all these people who are here to do the same things, but sometimes maybe even more, it's just really inspiring. And I hope that everyone takes that extra bit of time to like reach out and get to know the people around them. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope they remember it. Yeah. <laughs> because I sure didn't. <laughs> Bring a friend that will remind you all of the things that you learned and all the connections that you made. I just learned stuff, but I was just, it, it was crazy. It was just like all these talented people around me. Like I, when I get so stressed, you know, I just, I disassociate a little bit. Other things happen as well. We won't go over that, but I just like, you know, <laughs> I just thought to myself, what am I going to do? I just need to stand here and hush. And when you're around all those people, that know so much and do so much. You don't, like I was struggling in Waco to think, I don't, I don't feel like I've earned my, my place here because look at all these talented people and all the things that they've been through. Like, 
I'm just paying furniture in a dining room right now. Like what is going on? And it has transitioned to so much. So I just hope everyone go, comes and shows up with an open mind and know that they're about to go do big things. So show up with your pencil and your piece of paper. <laughs> Don't right. forget it. That's right. It's going to be awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been great. You guys, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you definitely need to get your tickets. You'll be able to meet Brittany and Carrie in person, but conference is going to be fantastic and we hope to see you guys there. But y'all, thanks for hanging out today. Thank Uh, you. you. Have a lovely afternoon. Y'all too. Have you gotten your ticket yet to the Makers and Shakers Small Business Conference? Join us this September in Spartanburg, South Carolina for a three-day small business conference with a lineup of incredible speakers that have been killing it in their handmade and creative businesses. Simply head over to makersandshakersconference.com to register today and get more information. We'll see you there. That's all for today's episode of Makers Chat Podcast. Be sure to join us inside the free community on Facebook. You'll find that link in our show notes and follow along on Instagram and Facebook. We can't wait to see you next time. In the meantime, have a beautiful week.